Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. This is how I can tell where I sit and we sit within the industry compared to Pat McAfee. On this show, we've done an entire hour based off of the concept of a sports genie. With sound effects that sound like, well, the aggressive rubbing to the point of chafing of a, of a lamp. Can we hear that real quick? Just what we've been working with? Sounds like I need to send, like, lotion or something. That. That. And then a, a genie, a genie, a genie popping out of, of that chafed lamp. That. That's what we're working with. Oh, yeah, and, and, and Aaron Rodgers popping out of a cave from his darkness retreat. That's another Hall of Fame sound effect of this radio show. The difference between us and that and Pat McAfee is that that dude signed an $120 million deal with FanDuel so that he can have a countdown clock. To Aaron Rodgers appearing on the show. A beautiful graphic countdown clock on YouTube. So that 410, 412, 414, 450,000 people can tune in in great anticipation to hear what Aaron Rodgers has to say. There was a damned, Jeanette, there was a damned countdown clock Mm -hmm. graphic. For the Pat McAfee show. You know how expensive that is? They have they have a, 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 a an editing, a production staff that they can pay, that come up with graphics, that do things like that. Meanwhile, we are signifying Aaron Rodgers climbing out of his darkness retreat with one of the laziest attempts at radio humor that we could possibly find. And it's that. I mean, that's what $120 million gets you, man. That. I mean, I, I can't remember the last time that there has been something in sports media as anticipatory as what we're seeing right now with Aaron Rodgers with Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee. I, I got a text that it was at 408,000 viewers. I'm sure it's damn near 500,000 now. It has to be. I mean, that is insane. Here's what I think is going to happen. Aaron Rodgers is absolutely going to act like a victim. He is going to scold the sports media and maybe the woke media. You never know. You never know. He loves to throw that in there. And he's also... Woke media will definitely be said. Yeah. Or some variation of woke. We should have made right? a, a bingo card. Yeah, an Aaron Rodgers bingo card. Yeah, today. Right. Um, and we also will not be told whether or not he's actually going to be a Jet. No. I feel like that... Those three things are absolutely going to happen here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely going to happen. I just, I, I can't believe this has taken on a life of its own. Do you think he's going to talk about his darkness retreat? Maybe. I think he probably will. Do you think Stone's going to be mentioned in it? <laughs> I don't know. Stone, from his, his own darkness retreat in oh. a cave, uh, communicated to us that he was um, ripping a blunt 
with uh, Aaron Rodgers. His dreams are coming true. Yeah, it's amazing. I, again, I they I mean Stone, if he could, would be in a romantic relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Um, so Aaron Rodgers, it has begun. Aaron Rodgers is on with Pat McAfee. Alan Lazard, one part of the Aaron Rodgers wish list, tweeted 20 minutes ago. You want to hear what he had to say, Jeanette? Yes, please. Okay. So he tweeted a cheese emoji. Mm-hmm. And then the following. It's a thread. Alan Lazard, one part of the Aaron Rodgers New York Jets wish list. The past four years have been a roller coaster of emotions for me since day one. Packer fans have always had my back. Y'all have never failed to impress me with your overwhelming love and support no matter where we played. From being cut to the Packers organization giving me a chance, I'd like to thank my coaches and teammates that I shared the field with the last four years. It's been an honor to represent the G and to rock the green and gold with each and every one of you. I'll cherish the history we made and the relationships I've built the most. I'm so thankful for my unwavering support and love from my family and friends. I would not be here today without you. Thank you. That is from Alan Lazard, soon to be official New York Jet. So the pieces are falling into place. Like, we know that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. Mm -hmm. Unless he does something crazy, like announce his retirement, right? Um, Don't put it past him. I know. No, no, no. no. Nothing's off the table with Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely not. Um, Now, in case you're scoring at home, it is 1.13 p.m. Eastern time. Aaron Rodgers has officially shown his face and been heard on the Pat McAfee show, yet he hasn't made any comment yet about whether or not he is going to be a New York Jet, not going to be a Green Bay Packer. So this is a thing. It is underway. The biggest sports interview in the history of sports interviews. You know what this reminds me of to a lesser extent? What? Just the buzz around this, the overall vibe of this is LeBron's decision. Mm, okay. It's not to the scale of it, right? No, no, Because no, no, this no, no, was no. a prime time made for TV event in an NBA free agency period unlike we'll ever see. That was so intense every day. And it went from Bosch and D-Wade joining the Heat. I was going to say, I think, especially with LeBron, that the decision changed the, the game of basketball for a little bit right. when it comes to the creation of the big three. Well, well the, yeah, the, the big three, and LeBron in particular, made free agency what it is today, where NBA free agency is arguably the most the, the most uh, intense and, and paid attention to time mm-hmm. because big names, changing places. I mean, think about it. We spent a whole summer wondering if Kevin Durant was going to come to the Heat, and I don't even think he got it close. But how many days did that carry us with us discussing the possibility of Kevin Durant coming to the Heat? I, that's what free agency has morphed into. But this feels like a lesser version of the decision, what Aaron Rodgers is doing today with Pat McAfee. Um, and I don't think we're going to get the concrete answer, though, that LeBron gave uh, – during that program with what Aaron Rodgers is going to do today. So Aaron Rodgers is clearly in, I guess, an apartment. He looks like he's in an apartment, actually. He's just wearing a long-sleeve black jacket. Uh, looks well-kempt. Looked, uh, looks rested. Uh, front office sports just tweeted, there are currently 416,000 people watching Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show right now. More than the average NHL game this season. That's wild. <laughs> Think about that, Ken. Uh, oh, you have 416,000 people looking at a screen right now to see uh, what this man is going to say. Here's an exact quote from Aaron Rodgers, and and th- this this was really said. This is from Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee Show. Breaking news. Quote, 
coming on the show was never about announcing where I'm going and what I'm doing in my future, end quote. And there drops 200000 Coming on the show was never about announcing where I'm going and what I'm doing in my future. That from Aaron Rodgers. Well, we're off to a flying start. I mean, it's so easy, so easy to predict what this was going to be. Mm-hmm. I, he's, not, he's not going to announce anything. He, he is not going to announce anything. He's not. Uh, here's another quote from the Pat McAfee show, Aaron Rodgers. Quote, I will say this, this isn't a decision day. This isn't me announcing to the world what's going on. We're days past this. This is clearing things up. Folks, I mean, we kind of knew this was going to happen, right? Could I get an update, please, on the number of people that are watching Pat McAfee right now? Because it looks like we peaked right around 500,000. Now that he has said these things, I wonder if we're starting to drop off a bit. Yeah, I wonder, you know, it'd be great if you'd be like, yeah, I'm not here to talk about any decisions, but I'm a jet. And <laughs> well, show. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Or, or, you know, I'm not here to, to make any decisions, but I would love to tell you about the benefits of ivermectin. I could see that happening as well. Four, <laughs> so, so uh, he's at 471,000. So no drop off, it appears here yet for Aaron Rodgers with Pat McAfee. So we sit and we still wait. We sit and we wait. We don't know when this is going to happen, if this is going to happen. We know that Alan Lazard is is likely on his way to the Jets. We know that there's a wish list in store for the Jets where Mercedes Lewis is involved, Randall Cobb is involved, Odell Beckham's involved. That according to ESPN. Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee right now. And it looks like Aaron Rodgers is saying a whole lot of, well, nothing. Right now. We'll continue to give you uh, what he's saying on Pat McAfee. We can't carry uh, the Pat McAfee interview because, well, uh, that's not legal. Also, there are things like swearing that take place on that show. Uh, So that would be a bad idea on our end. So we'll continue to update you with that. But, again, nothing, nothing imminent, nothing breaking, other than the fact that Aaron Rodgers has seemingly told Pat McAfee a couple of times here that uh, there's not going to be any formal announcement about him, the Packers, the Jets, his future, nothing, nothing, nothing. And so Jets fans, you can continue to pull your hair out for the next couple of days wondering when, oh, when is this actually going to be taken care of? When, oh, when is this finally going to uh, to, to come to an end? I wanted real quick, Jeanette, to, to ask you about tonight uh, because I have been – Really far removed from the World Baseball Classic. I just, I, I have not been able to pay attention to it. I've caught scores here and there. I know that Mexico beat up on uh, the U.S. early on in the tournament. I know that Venezuela beat your Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic's in a must-win game against Puerto Rico tonight. Both There's, are. It's an, it's an elimination game. So you lose and you're out. Yes. For this one, yes. Venezuela's already in. Venezuela is the, I don't want to say surprising because we knew Venezuela was a powerhouse, um, but in Pool D, which is easy, is easiest, like described as the hardest pool right now, it's Venezuela, Dominican Republic, uh, Puerto Rico, Israel, and Nicaragua. Venezuela's already three and zero, so they're mm-hmm. already in. So now two, t- the top two teams from every pool advance. So um, now Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic have a tie record. 
What I'm what I'm curious about because I go to spring training and there's a lot of people at spring training games, ballpark of the Palm Beaches especially, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at these World Baseball Classic games and there's Dominicans and there's Venezuelans and uh, there's Puerto Ricans and uh, there are are a super fun baseball Jewish contingent that are coming out to see Israel play and. Uh, uh, the ballpark is three-quarters full. It's completely full. It's loud. All of these people are in this area, right? All these people are in this area. Yet, when you play 81 regular season Marlins games down here, there's nothing. It's sparse. It's bad attendance. There's very little caring. I'm curious the dichotomy here because it is clear there are baseball fans in South Florida. It is clear there are baseball fans in Palm Beach County, the Treasure Coast, Broward County, Miami-Dade. It is clear that there are baseball fans. But it does not, even when the Marlins are winning, it, and that's rare. That's been rare. Mm-hmm. But they do have the two titles under their belt. It does not translate to the Marlins. What is the disconnect? What is the disconnect between professional baseball and international baseball down here in this area. What is the disconnect? I can't put my finger on it. Is it just a general uncaring about the Marlins and it's a tribalistic rooting approach where you're you're rooting for your favorite Venezuelan player? Uh, say you're a Jose Altuve fan or you're uh, rooting for your favorite Dominican player or you're rooting for your favorite Puerto Rican player. Is that how Hispanics down here, Jeanette, is that how they operate more than trying to attach themselves to a team? Are there too many transplants for these people to, to latch on to the Marlins as as a franchise, as a team, as a fan base? Like, what is going on, especially with the Hispanic baseball population in South Florida? Because I don't know, and I don't understand how, after multiple decades, it has never, ever, ever translated, even with the stadium in the heart of Little Havana, how it's never translated to a, a, a fan base that you can say is hungry and actually wants to be something. So it goes a little deeper than that, Ken. It's about repping your country. A lot of people move to South Florida, and that is their first impression of the United States. Not only that, at this time, we have a lot of first-generation Americans like myself. We have a lot of people who are American, but still with deep cultural roots to who, where they're from. So it goes beyond rooting for the Marlins, rooting for the Yankees, rooting for the Red Sox, whoever you root for on a day-to-day basis. It is coming together every four years and celebrating where you're from and living and representing your culture and a community that you don't find yourself in so rarely and mm-hmm. celebrating your cultural culture unapologetically. Not only that, but in the Caribbean, I'm going to speak of the Caribbean because that's where I'm from, Dominican Republic, my family. Baseball is defining for us. We, if we don't follow a team, we follow the Dominican baseball players, which is kind of what I do in my personal life. I root for the Marlins casually, but I know more about Dominican players in the league than the Marlins Mm -hmm. because that's how deep those roots go from where I am from. So what I always say is that the World Baseball Classic is equivalent to the World Cup in soccer. Every four years, we come together, we band together, and show up what our country means and celebrate the sport that helps define it. And that's what it is. It's much deeper than, oh, we don't root for, like, Marlins this, Marlins that. It's, no, we root for our country that defines us, not the team that we see locally. Got it. Got it. So it's it's very much a cultural approach as opposed to a tribalistic team 
approach. It, it, and that's why, that's why the Marlins just don't translate down here because they haven't been able to tap into that. No, the Marlins have tried, given, given to that. A lot of their marketing material is in Spanish. But so, what's the, what's the hang-up? It's, 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 they... Or it, there's a bad organization. It could be a bad organization, but the full roster isn't from one specific area. I promise you that. And it's also, they're here all the time. This yeah. is every four years. Uh, yeah, the World Baseball Classic comes to town, and last time it was canceled, well, this tournament is from what was pushed back from COVID. Got it. Got it. it. It it makes sense. I mean, it doesn't help that the Marlins don't spend anything, don't really try. Uh, but it is it is wild when the World Baseball Classic comes through here. How into it and how packed that stadium is, full of people that are into it. And then we're going to see the Marlins once game two, three hits at Lone Depot Park. It's going to be a, a couple hundred people. Well, there. okay, look, Sandy Alcantara. He's Dominican. He's the pitcher for the Dominican team, right? Mm-hmm. He gets cheered for. Like in Marlins games and the end when I went to the Venezuela Dominican Republic game, he was cheered heavily by Dominicans, but so was the rest of the team. Right. right. And his reception is way more positive on the Dominican team than the Marlins organization. Because again, you have a full Dominican team that absolutely respects him, not only because he's a professional baseball player, but because he's from the Dominican Republic. It's a, it. it's very cultural, very cultural. Got it, got it. Well, that makes a little bit more sense. It's just it's a a wild separation of attention uh, every time the World Baseball Classic is down here compared to then the uh, the ensuing Marlins season. Aaron Rodgers is continuing to talk with Pat McAfee. Aaron Rodgers continuing to talk with Pat McAfee right now. Uh, first, let me tell you about Dr. Neil Goldhaber. GoldhaberSinus.com. Get your consultation for your ear issues, your nose problems, your throat issues. He is an ENT maestro, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. GoldhaberSinus.com. Whether you have ear pain, whether you have constant congestion, there's a lot of you out there. A lot of you out there. I can't tell you how many times I'm walking around. I see people with the nasal sprays. You don't have to live like that. You need to get checked out. Throat issues, all of those things, they all correlate, and that's where Dr. Neil Goldhaber comes in. You don't have to live suffering. If you feel any congestion, any consistent pain, that's suffering. It doesn't have to be there. It's suffering if you don't have to live with it. Dr. Neil Goldhaber has solutions for you. He's been doing it for decades. Check them out. Get your consultation at goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. If you have snoring problems, you want to finally get those addressed. Maybe uh, they you've had them since you were a kid or they developed once you were an adult. Snoring issues, Dr. Neil Goldhaber can help. He can help. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, has am I correct that that he has said that he wants to play for the New York Jets? Wait, let's let's listen real quick. This is from the Pat McAfee show. This is Aaron Rodgers on his future just moments ago on the Pat McAfee show. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Okay. My intention was to play, and my intention was to play. For the New York Jets, he went on to say the Packers would like to move on. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jet 
barring something sensationally catastrophic. Is it now Super Bowl or bust for the Jets? Is it Super Bowl or bust for the Jets in a division that now features Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey on uh, both sides of the ball uh, on both sides of uh, of the defense with uh, the Finns with a win healthy top notch passing game, top five passing game in the NFL. Then Josh Allen, those weapons with the Bills who still have a championship window. The Jets are going to get Aaron Rodgers. He has finally come out and said it on the Pat McAfee show. He intends to play for the Jets. Is it Super Bowl or bust for the Jets? Because for me, this year needs to be Super Bowl for the Jets or it's bye-bye Robert Sala. This is only going to be a couple of years. This is a very, very short, short window here for the New York Jets. Is it Super Bowl or bust in 2023 for the New York Jets? Super Bowl or bust this year? I say absolutely because if you don't do it this year, it ain't happening. If you don't do it this year, you're going to have a disgruntled Aaron Rodgers and we're going to go through the whole retirement charade again. This is Super Bowl or bust for the Jets. Jets fans, you better damn well hope this team can actually put it together because after this if they don't do it this year they don't win the Super Bowl this year that team that franchise that roster is going to be a husk of itself come two three four years from now is this is this Super Bowl or bust for the Jets 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 that's 888-760-3776 and tweeted us at KLV 1063 is it now Super Super Bowl or bust for the Jets in what looks like the toughest division in football. 888-760-3776. She's the Dominic Queen, Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Aaron Rodgers, his intention is to play for the New York Jets. His intention is to be a New York Jet. Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee Show. Let's hear it in all of its verbal audio glory. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I want to be a Jet. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Okay. Um, and what about what about the Green Bay Packers? What about the uh, the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers? Where do they where do they come into all of this? Packers would like to move on. They've let me know that in so many words. They let they let other people know that in direct words. Wow, that seemed like Jeanette. That seemed like a little bit of a shot, right? A hundred percent. Let's hear that one more time. Aaron Rodgers, as he typically does, gracefully making his exit from the Green Bay Packers organization. Uh, what about the Packers, Aaron? Packers would like to move on. They've let me know that in so many words. They let, they let other people know that in direct words. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a done deal. And it's probably going to get more acrimonious between the Packers, the Packers fans, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, here's... Here's my thinking with Aaron Rodgers now. This is likely going to be, according to, to, to reports, this is likely going to be a two-year thing, right? He had that extension with the Packers, so it's two years now that he's going to have with the Jets. But they're going to go get Alan Lazard. It looks like they already have. They're going to go try and get Mercedes Lewis, Randall Cobb, try and woo Odell Beckham, a, a, an Odell Beckham who's, whose limbs are barely hanging on. 
and they're going to appease Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is going to come into a locker room with a bunch of young, impressionable players. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of talent there, right? A ton of talent. I'll acknowledge that. The Jets have a lot of talent to work with. They also, though have a head coach who has overseen nothing but abject dreck offensively since he took over. So now you when he, you, you got a you got a, a, a an offensive coordinator that Aaron Rodgers liked when he worked with him in in Green Bay, but then that same offensive coordinator took a head coaching job and is he he was one of the biggest disasters we've ever seen in NFL history from an NFL coaching perspective. This is going to be this one singular year for the Jets. This is why I think this is a one-year window for the Jets, Super Bowl or bust, a one-year Super Bowl window. Because if the Jets miss the playoffs, if the season doesn't go well, and they are playing in the toughest division in football, you've got the Dolphins, you've got the Bills, and you've got the Jets. Sorry, Pats fans, you just don't matter anymore, okay? God, does it feel good to say that, but you just don't matter. <laughs> you just say, don't loud matter. And proud, Ken. I mean, Jeanette, 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 I want you to say it and tell me how you feel. Say, Pats fans, you just don't matter. Pats fans, you just don't matter. See how that feels? Ooh. It's good. It's tingly. It's awesome. Wow. Mm. It is awesome. Especially for me, I took their, the Buccaneers took their, uh, their QB. Wait, Pats fan and Pats. I screwed What's, that one up. No, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but. But this is a one-year window because if things go poorly, guess what we're going to do next year? Am I retiring? Am I coming back? Am I retiring? Am I coming back? Am I retiring? Am I coming back? Am I putting bark underneath my fingernails? Am mm. I putting mud in my eyeballs? Am mm. I uh, taking berries from a forest in Cambodia mm. in order to see the future? Like, what are we doing? And so, so this is a Super Bowl or bust year for... The New York Jets. This year. This year. This singular year, to me, is Super Bowl or bust. Some might say, oh, no, he'll stay the two years. He'll honor his commitment. The Jets are such an attractive place to play with all that young talent. He'll see it through. I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. He has spent the last three off-seasons flirting with retirement. He went into a dark basement and spent, according to what he said on Pat McAfee, one full day meditating about what retirement would be like, one full day meditating about what playing again would feel like, and he opted to play again. We're going to go through the same drama again next year because he can't help it. It's 2023, the one season, 2023, Super Bowl or bust for the New York Jets. Or, even with him, are they not good enough to even compete for a championship? Oh. I mean, I tend to think oh. I tend to think that they're not even top four or five in the AFC. Maybe they're not even there in your mind. Is 2023 Super Bowl or bust for the New York Jets? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Is 2023 Super Bowl or bust for the New York Jets with Aaron Rodgers intending now to play for the Jets? It's come out of his mouth. He said it. We've heard it on the Pat McAfee Show. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit 
baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Let's hear it one more time. Pat McAfee show. Aaron Rodgers, this this is the money quote after all this drama the last couple of days. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Okay. And there it is. His intention is to play for the Jets. He says that since Friday, since Friday, his intention was to play for the New York Jets. He's in a division, though, with the Dolphins and the Bills. I'm not willing to say the Jets are even the best team in the division. I don't even think there's a case to be made for that. It's still probably the Bills, right? The Jets aren't better than the Dolphins. If they are, they're not appreciably. The Dolphins have already, and this is why I was saying earlier this week about Chris Greer, the guy just gets stuff done, anticipating this entire thing. Goes out, gets Jalen Ramsey. Goes out, gets a very quality linebacker. They're all prepared for him. They're all ready for him. With a guy who's just shy of 40 years old, the Jets are putting all of their stock into this man, into this guy, because they whipped so badly on Zach Wilson, they've been forced into this spot. It's still not out of the realm of possibility they give up multiple firsts for him. You know what their leverage is? You know what the, the Jets leverage? You know what the Packers leverage is here? What? The, the Packers leverage with Aaron Rodgers and in a trade is, oh, hey, Jets, enjoy Zach Wilson. Like that's that is the that's the 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 negotiating tool. Oh, you don't want to give us two first round picks? Well, um, well, hopefully Zach Wilson can maximize Mercedes Lewis. Okay, so if they're not the best in the division, why don't we just go the best in the AFC? Let's see where they stand. Are they better than? Uh, would the Jets be better than the Bengals? No, they're not better than the Chiefs. Than the Ravens. I- uh, depends if Lamar plays. If Lamar plays, no, I can't make a great case for that. They're not better than the Dolphins when the Dolphins are he- healthy. They're not better than the Bills. You don't That's think they're better than teams. the Dolphins? No, I don't think they're better than the Dolphins. I don't. The Dolphins he- healthy have a top five offense in the NFL. A top five offense in the NFL. They just got Jalen Ramsey on defense. Yeah. Put in next to him one of the best cover corners in the game in Xavier Howard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... Are the Jets improved? Absolutely. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, the Jets are just one big hot, wet fart. Like, no, they're good. They're good. But they're also in the best division now in football. They're in the best division in football. Which is crazy to say, thinking about everything that just happened. Like, if he would have... It just all literally happened within the past two weeks, that statement that you just said. If he would have decided to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. By the way, uh, the other big quarterback news today, Baker Mayfield, Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Joy. I'm really excited. If he would have made the decision to go to the Buccaneers at a vision where now he's cruising through, that's different. But instead, he's going to a team that now is smack dab in the middle of the toughest division in football. Hell, it was tough last year without him in the division. I'm really annoyed about the Baker Mayfield stuff. Well, you should be. Because he's, um, how do I put this? Oh, how bad. do I go from having Tom Brady as my quarterback to oh, Baker freaking Mayfield? Life comes at you fast, Jeanette. What the heck? I would have rather had Gabbert or Trask, Kyle Trask. Give me Kyle Trask. 
Because at least we have the positive story up and coming from UF. Woo! Florida boy! Yeah! Baker I'm Mayfield. It's going to sicken me when I see that Mayfield on a pewter jersey. I hope they don't make it. Um, I, Adam Schefter, by the way. What? And I don't know if this is a joke or not. Adam Schefter posted a screenshot of what is, I'm assuming, a text interaction with Aaron Rodgers. What? Adam Schefter... <laughs> I, I, it's, a, it's an iPhone screenshot. Adam Schefter tweeted, and this is not me being uh, sacked, ball sacked. Adam Schefter <laughs> tweets, confirming Aaron Rodgers' report. And there's a screenshot, and uh, at the top is the circle with AR. It's labeled as Aaron. And the text from the Aaron Rodgers phone number to Adam Schefter reads, lose my number. Good try, though. What? <laughs> I really hope that's real. I really hope that's real. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. And, and I don't know why Adam Schefter would lie about this or make a joke about this. Uh, okay, Aaron, so here's- Aaron Rodgers t- texted Adam Schefter to say, lose my number. Good try, though. Okay, and those not even spelled out. It's just T H O. It's T H O. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers dropped a T H O though on Adam Schefter. Um, that's incredible. Okay, but here's here's where it gets sketched for me, right? Um, there's no text above it. It's just the name A R Aaron, and then you see the text. Right. Like, I, I. Which did he actually reach out to him? Because that would have been great if we at, if Shefty would have said, hey, just want to confirm whatever that was said on Pat McAfee's show. And then and then the response, which is lose my lum- number, period. Well, Good try, though. Here's, here's what could have happened here, okay? Uh, over the last couple of months, Adam Schefter's trying to call and text Aaron Rodgers, right? Text, 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 call, call, call. Text, 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 call, call, call. I wonder if... This is the first communication he got back from Aaron Rodgers, and so he just scrolled up, and uh, he's able to isolate the the text from Aaron Rodgers in that screenshot. You Isn't know, there something to that? Like, it, it, there, there's no reason for him to to post the 15 other unanswered text messages he sent to Aaron Rodgers. But he could have posted one one right above it. I don't. I I just Aaron, Adam Schefter doesn't need to be fake content guy. Like Adam Schefter, everything he tweets is content. I just, I like to think, because it seems like something that Aaron Rodgers would tw- uh, text, right? Lose my number. Good try, though. I, if Aaron Rodgers, as much as I, I rip on him, if Aaron Rodgers were to text me ever anything, it could be like a picture of his bare ass. It could be, <laughs> it could be lose my number. Good try, though. I'd be, I'd be floating on cloud nine. I mean, if, if Aaron Rodgers told me off via text message, it would be one of the greatest days of my grown life. I'm so jealous of Adam Schefter right now. Aaron Rodgers texted him, lose my number. Good try, though. T-H-O. Incredible. Uh- Yes, and to do it now, that I will say is a bowel smooth. That is a huge power play by A. A. Ron over here. Can we? Can we also 
acknowledge that Aaron Rodgers is so, so, so worried about what media thinks about him. Yeah, but like at the same time, I'm pretty sure I've sent this to an ex or two. Or some guy that I've never like ever wanted to Aaron, talk to again. Aaron you know Rodgers Aaron Rodgers sent to Adam Schefter the same thing that Jeanette Javier sends to her ex-boyfriends. Exactly. Lose my number. Good try, though, THO. You know that you up text message at 3 o'clock in the morning? It's probably the exact same response I have sent to them right after that. Oh, that is lovely. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Wait, uh, Jeanette, who is going to support her beloved Dominican Republic tonight against Puerto Rico? I'm livid. This is um, I'm Daddy livid. Yankees, not um, not Dominican. Last time who I checked. Who is in production? Today is not the day we listen to Puerto Rican artists. No, no, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. I don't want to hear Daddy Yankee for the next 24 hours, maybe more. But when the Dominican Republic wins, then we can bring him up because I will support them so he maybe gets a couple royalty checks under his tears after a loss from the Dominican Republic. This poor first day producer who's in because Stone Labanowitz is off on his darkness retreat. Just kidding eviscerated by an angry Dominican Jeanette Javier. He needs to put respect and know what his on-air talent wants. It's um, a very important game. Okay? <laughs> Take the Puerto Rican hey, music off. That was Aaron Rodgers' new head coach. <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show said, I'm debatab- uh, debatably the best player in franchise history. Talking about the Packers. Aaron Rodgers said that? Yeah. Not Brett Favre? <laughs> Was, uh, those are actually Jets fans right now. Um, <laughs> what, what else are they doing leading up to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've got a lamp of their own today. Um, um, I mean, I suppose he's right. There it is. There it is. Yep. Oh, we got what they were looking for. Man. Coming true today. They sure are. Pop it off. Um I guess he is the the best player in Packers history. I suppose he is. I don't see why he wouldn't be. He won as many rings, though, as Brett Favre. He put up big-time numbers, but he won as many rings as Brett Favre. He had ample opportunity and better teams collectively to win another Super Bowl and didn't do it. So it's a tough conversation to have, but that's a bold thing to say when you weren't able to surpass Aaron Rodgers and you also don't have the most Super Bowl wins, Super Bowl championships of any quarterback in your franchise's history, right? Bart mm-hmm. Starr. Bart Starr has two. Bart mm-hmm. Starr has two of them. So that's – I'm curious how our friends up at ESPN Milwaukee, ESPN Madison, our sister stations, how they're going to react to that news about Aaron Rodgers. But quite a, uh, quite a, an arrogant way to go out. He also was bragging 
about how badly he treated Diane Rossini of ESPN and his lose my number text to Adam Schefter. Aaron Rodgers is kind of a child. He is an absolute child. Again, he's a screamy ex. Jets fans, your 39-year-old baby is coming your way. He is the next quarterback of the New York Jets. Jeanette, have fun tonight watching the Dominican Republic. Get that dub over Puerto Rico. I'm Ken Levick. I'm going to the NCAA tournament. Bye-bye.